0: The Will Cain Show podcast is presented by the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited double miles on
1: every purchase every day. What's in your wallet? More college football on the way, and there could be some pressers, maybe more information about the future of some of these other programs here within the next hour the Russilla Show with Will Kane today. Subscribe right now to 30 for 30 podcast and the Racilla Show podcast. You do it by going to the listen tab of the ESPN app or Apple podcast brought to you by Blue Apron. Get $30 off your first meal with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash 30 for 30. Just try the Blue Apron thing. It works. It's easy. It's fresh. Uh, that's all I can say about that. A little further endorsement. Good sell. Thanks, man. Tim Hasselbeck here with us. Would you bench Alex Smith?
2: Not yet. But, um, wow, the
1: hesitation tells me you thought about it. And mm-hmm. mm. it's come to
2: play well yesterday, but no one really played well for them yesterday. And I, and it, it's hard for quarterbacks to play well when guys aren't around them, aren't playing better. Um, but the reason I say it is not that, like, oh, hey, everything's just going to get world better when you replace Alex Smith. I think this, I, I think it's a good team that's not as good because of the injuries on defense. And, they still, in my estimation, would have the ability to make noise in the postseason if they were playing as well as they were earlier this year, which they should be able to do. It's all the same guys, okay? You know, outside of, you know, Eric Berry saying, okay? So I don't think it's time to give up on the season when, I mean, if you've looked at their schedule, they've got, so one, they've got a one-game lead in the AFC West, and they've got a really easy schedule, you know, for the rest of the way. So, you could easily find yourself hosting a playoff game and, you know, hopefully getting hot at the right time. Now, once you become, once you're out of the playoffs, I think it should be Mahomes' time.
1: Do out you of think, the playoffs, gosh. Yeah. They're,
2: After the way they started.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. just, I'm not saying you're wrong on that, just to, to think. But who that. do you
2: think wins the AFC West? Chargers. But they're a game back.
1: They are a
0: game back, but I mean, at this rate, with the way the Chiefs are playing, that'll take one more week.
2: Better not come down to a kick, you know, Like, I mean,
1: they'll be at Kansas City, then um, two games to go after that. So I just didn't need that kicker against the Cowboys. No right. kicker
2: needed. I, and listen, I, I I just think you're a game back. So you've they basically need to win. Well, they need to win the matchup against the Chargers. I mean, against the Chiefs, and. And then, and you know, pick up a game. I mean, that's that's how they need to do it. But and they've just been so inconsistent.
1: And the rest of the games for the Chiefs at the Jets, Raiders, Dolphins, Broncos. So,
2: do you feel like
0: starting Mahomes is mailing it in on the season? I mean, you start Mahomes, and this playoff hopes are over.
2: Um, yeah, I think you're turning to him, a guy that hasn't played at all this year. I think you're turning to him. Um, to let him play so that he can develop and get better. You're doing that. You're not turning to him because you feel like he's going to make good decisions and help you win football games. Everyone got really excited about him because his ability to throw the football is really impressive, but he was as unpolished as anybody I have ever seen get drafted in the first round. Like, I can't believe that people
1: think Mahomes is gonna come in and start lighting it up. So I'm I'm gonna just I'm cutting you off only yeah. to agree with emotion because I don't think people truly understand what you would be benching Alex Smith for. I'm not I'm the furthest thing from the Alex Smith guy on this show, okay? Mm-hmm. But yeah,
2: Mahomes
1: Mahomes <laughs> And maybe he would have that week one or week two thing where nobody knows what the hell to do and no one's prepped up and then there's He's that direction. going make a couple throws right. that
2: we're going to play and everyone's going to play but all game long. We
1: evaluate this position in such a screwed up way when we look at arm strength. Like, imagine only evaluating NBA players based on bench press.
2: Yeah. And, yeah. and
1: then you go, or oh, like we'll dunks, well. like
2: his dunks are better. It's like, yeah, but like his jumper's broke. You know what I mean?
1: Like Right. Or he <laughs> he sets screens on his teammates. So... To think that Mahomes is going to come in, yeah, he's going to throw it down the field a lot. But if people thought Deshaun Watson needed time, Mahomes right. needs a couple semesters abroad.
2: Yeah, Mahomes is just so much more, so much more raw. At least with Watson, like their offense, like your argument was, well, like it's this different offense. This looks like you know Rich Rodriguez in in West Virginia type stuff. It looks like uh, you know this college spread type stuff. So. That that was the difference there with Mahomes. It was, I mean, it looked like it was recess. What
0: are you doing? What, you, what was that? You are poking the bear? Is that what you are saying? I'm poking you, prodding you, see if you're... why?
2: What's so you? You're done with Alex Smith? Here's
0: the here's my here's my thing. No, I looked at you. To
2: say, hard I'm <laughs> ever, <laughs> you can have the next
0: question. I'm having well. a hard
2: time taking Will seriously since he wants Romo to be the head coach of the Cowboys. I just you know. Maybe. Go ahead.
1: Wait a minute. Why don't go, we just go there? Yeah, yeah. go yeah, go, it, it go, go, was, go. Why a hard is that time taking you seriously? Why? Why though?
2: <laughs> you think you think that Romo that be that be that be an upgrade.
0: Yes. Really? Upgrade. Why? Yes.
2: What have, what have you seen that now, you considering were in the,
0: you were in the bullpen, you heard what I had to say.
2: Considering that he
0: diagnosed his diagnosis plays really well.
2: Most of what uh I think most of what Romo has probably learned as a player came from Jason Garrett. Do you think that's, you think that's fair?
0: Um no. I actually don't know that. I don't know the answer to that, Tim. I don't know how active Jason Garrett is in coaching up these players. I don't know how active Jason Garrett is in drawing up offensive plays. Well, Scott, Linehan, their Scott
2: Linehan's been their offense coordinator. right?
0: But, so the yeah. answer probably is Scott Linehan more than Jason Garrett on who's influenced. Well, I mean, I, I most think career. most
2: recently, but like, but that hasn't always been the case. I think it's a big jump. There's a lot of guys. I know you guys we're talking about it with basketball, there's 53 guys, and then you know, basketball, you play both ends of the court. So, like, Jason Kidd maybe was this really good point guard, and you're like, okay, hey, now you're going to go coach? But, like, he played defense, too. You know, like, it's different when, um, you know, you haven't coached that side of the football before.
1: Um, Do you think Romo could do it from the booth, though?
0: So he could do both jobs at the same time? No, time. I'm,
1: well, I guess you could pipe in his audio, but I would imagine... I think he could do it while
2: calling you know, the game what for if, CBS? what if he... Yeah, you know, that's a good point. It's going to what be if, a hold.
1: It's going to be a hold, I think. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a hold. What if he
2: was the head coach from the booth? Rather than, all you know, the play callers were up there? What if he was the head coach from up there? You like that's that? That's what I'm Don't saying. Well. Right. Look, at, look at the excitement that Will's got right now. It's going to be a screen. I have, it's going to you know be a what, screen. I, I, heard, I have
0: two different sides to this. Number one, whether or not Jason Garrett's tenure has run its course. That's that. Um, – I'm I'm not ready to put him on the firing line what yet. What do you want to happy about. about
2: with with Garrett? Because I, I think there are some legitimate things that have happened – in Dallas that wouldn't happen other places. Like like the Adrian Claiborne going off for six sacks on a backup tackle wouldn't happen other places. And I think you can go, hey, listen, there's other things like that, by the way. Jazz Green, you didn't do great, but like, where's the staff? Where's the help?
0: There are multiple examples of that, by the way. Last week against Philadelphia, um, there were seventy yard runs where David Irving was trapped
2: yeah. Multiple times. I a bunch of breakdowns on them. Yep. Yeah. And so, how many Trapped times does David? Or... And how many times So, that's Rod Marinelli. Rod Marinelli, get upfield.
0: So, here's the point. The Cowboys coaches, whether it's Linehan and Marinelli, are not making in game adjustments consistently throughout this season. If I'm displeased with both coordinators, doesn't that have to come back to the head coach at
2: some point? Mm-hmm. You can't, I mean, Marinelli. Yeah, look, I think all that stuff's legitimate. But, I mean, it doesn't mean that, you know, I think that you. Hire Tony Romo? Hire Tony Romo. I just think sometimes
0: but, you need a spark, right? Tony Romo, Pat Mahomes. Sometimes who would you, you like? Spark? No, no, seriously. Who would you like? Like, well, like honest,
2: if it's not, if it's not Garrett, yeah, Spark. Because here's need what spark happens over here. here. Here's what happens, Sony. You don't like the guy that you have. It's like, all right, th- this was the case for Roma as a player a bunch. You don't like Romo. Okay, where, where are you going? What's your answer?
0: I don't think it's an easy answer. I think your point is well taken. I this is this is my answer to you in all seriousness. Hire someone who can develop Dak Prescott. I do buy into that relationship being the most important. And if anyone's made me believe why a believer, does that have to be that on. coach? You hold just on. said
2: hold you on. said that Garrett's not doing a whole lot. It's Linehan and the coordinators.
0: Hold on. I think Sean McVay's development of golf has been an example of that. And you pointed out in basketball, you coach both sides of the court. You don't in football. Well, what did Sean McVay do? He hired Wade Phillips. Yeah, Tony Romo can do that. He can hire a D coordinator.
2: So what I would say is, yeah, McVay needed to do that right? So McVeigh needed to hire a defensive guy. And there's a lot of guys do this. Like I, that that's the plan. I, I guess I would say is this though, why does it have to be an offensive guy to be the head coach to hire, to coach the quarterback? And then you hire a defensive coach. Like why couldn't you hire a defensive coach and I mean, then hire a coordinator that you want to be the influence on, on Dak?
0: My only argument for that would be market. The, the guys that can develop get hired as Head coaches, so you're going to have to do the same. Otherwise, you're going to keep losing those quarterback developers to people who are willing to give them the head coaching job.
2: And so, but but look at some of the quarterback developers that have gotten jobs. Some of them have been great, and some of them have that's been true. that's true. Not so great. I mean, Ben McAdoo might be available. Would you like him?
0: How about Jim Bob Cooter? He's got the right name.
2: Would you like him? He'd do well down there. Jim Bob, I thought I don't want like
0: Ben McAdoo. That, I, I thought that was Does He
1: Does have, have a shot cool at the Tennessee one. job. Uh, before we let you go. You think the Pats will try to trade for Cooper Cup this off season?
2: Mm, I think a couple off seasons away. Yeah. Probably. Right. I want to peel that onion back. Why is that?
1: Yeah, why? It seems like a good fit. I don't know. Versatile. <laughs> Underestimated athleticism. Good in the slot. Uh, make you miss. Overlook them a little bit. Uh-huh. Just Just saying.
2: Played quarterback in high school.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Tim. Tim Hasebeck, part of today's show. Today is Amazon's Cyber Monday with free shipping on millions of items with eligible orders over $25. Check out Amazon for great deals today only. Okay, I almost want to hear from Saruti on the Alex Smith thing, even though we just sort of did it. So maybe I'll push that back. We'll do that a little bit later. Coming up next, let's tie a bow on the whole disaster down in Knoxville, Tennessee, with what happened yesterday and carrying over in today. So we'll finish that topic. That's coming up next. We're still a show ESPN Radio.
3: In life, there are talkers and there are doers. Sometimes it's not hard to tell the difference. Mike Bloomberg has spent his life getting big things done, starting his business out of a one-room office. Mike built a company with 20,000 employees, all with good pay and quality health care elected mayor in the aftermath of 9-11. Mike got to work helping rebuild a shaken city, creating nearly 500,000 new jobs and expanding health care for nearly 700,000 New Yorkers.
4: And now another edition of Obvious News from Geico. Obvious News! Experts now say that wearing more clothes in the winter will, in fact, help you be warmer. We asked cold victim Trent Patterson about this, and here's what he said. Yeah, it was the weirdest thing. I I was a little cold, put on a sweater, then wasn't cold. I was like, what? Also in Obvious News, Geico makes it easy to save money and easy to reach them, with licensed agents available around the clock. So switching is a really smart decision. That's Obvious News from Geico. Obvious
1: News! So, sir, do you want to do the Alex Smith thing separate again from Alex Smith's sound, too, that
5: we have? I have a mini rant that I'd like to go on. Oh, okay. All right. it, and I have stats to back it up. Whoa. So whenever you want to give me, like, a minute or two, I'll, we- I'll, I'll, I'll gladly perform.
1: Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do that. We led the show with what you had to lead the show with today. And that is, even if you don't love college football, even if you don't do college football, although more and more people that I think were all pro-NFL are realizing now that, you know what, this college football thing is a lot of fun, even though it's dramatic, it's crazy. And yesterday was crazy because Greg Shiano was announced as the new head coach, or at least it was leaked out that he was going to be the next head coach at Tennessee. I think the immediate timeline is that it was met with, oh, man, this is awful. And then it was, wait a minute, he was tied up in this Penn State thing? Well, how, how connected was he? It was kind of a loose game of telephone? All right, well, let's, let's use that, and that will be our protest of this hire because once you start talking about the – The Jerry Sandusky Penn State story, there's no counter to any of that stuff. And now Shiano was out before he was ever really in. And Tennessee fans are mad at the media for not understanding their bravery or their high moral standards. When I think, look, Tennessee, I like you. I've always stuck up for you. I understand. I didn't like the Shiano hire. I wouldn't have been happy about that either. What I'm not going to do is applaud you when I think you really were anti Shiano, the coach, more so than Shiano the assistant, who may or may not have been caught up in something at Penn State.
0: Yeah, and through callers, we've learned, that at least for some segment of the Tennessee fan base, they're willing to admit that <laughs> we did not want this guy. This is a huge disappointment. We are crestfallen from our John Gruden groomers. The name Greg Shiano was a little bit depressing. We'll use what we got to use. And there was this ugly, loose, Penn State-Sandusky Association. And for some, there is no ugliness that is too deep, too dark, too dirty to get accomplished what you want to get accomplished. For some, the ends justify the means.
1: Not for me. I'm going to play this Paul Feinbaum thing, and I'm going to ask you a question off of that. All right? Do it. Here's Feinbaum, who went to Tennessee. I've covered college football for more than 35 years, and I've never seen anything this bizarre or or surreal. You can blame it on a lot of things, but in the end, there's one person who's responsible for this program, and that is John Curry. He's been in the job about nine months, and he took way too long to fire Butch Jones. He didn't give himself very much time. He's been turned down obviously by John Gruden, by by Dan Mullen, and, and now his third or fourth or fifth choice, Greg Sciano, this thing blows up. And, and it's just really going to be interesting to see the the repercussions and the, and the aftershocks because, tell me this, uh, what reasonable coach is going to want to go to this university and, and, and take this job after this unbelievable uh, embarrassment? We're still the show, Will Kane, ESPN Radio. Remind me, if you're working, stream all three hours of the show on ESPNRadio.com. How much is... We are both in agreement on a lot of what happened in the last 24 hours, okay? I think so. But I think there's another level of concern that you have that I'm not in a disagreement with you about, but I just haven't thought of. And how much of this is a Greg Sciano, Tennessee Vol story for you versus this being a 2017, this is where we're at in a life story? Well, to be honest, Ryan... Um...
0: And I would like to learn what this is for you, because I actually don't know. As much as we've hung out over the last several months, I don't know what your sort of... Straight. <laughs> That's a huge disappointment. <laughs> on the Shiano level disappointments, because I was thinking this was going somewhere else.
1: <laughs> Moving on. You just you just made my joke way worse, but that's all right.
0: You you think, in our relationship, you're going to slide little ones by me and I'm just going to let them sit and try to be the straight man? You got the wrong guy,
1: okay? I know. I've noticed that. I've noticed that more
0: and more. But. Um, No, what's your primary filter is in life? Like, what animates most of your positions? What informs most of your opinions? And for me... One of the major things, I know this, I've learned this about myself, whether or not I was in politics or dealing with societal issues or in sports, is I'm freaking terrified of mobs. I'm terrified of mindless mobs. I don't care what situation you apply it to. I watched that documentary that people have brought up many times, The Central Park Five, about five guys in New York City that supposedly raped uh, and, and assaulted a woman in the city. And and the whole New York media market, and the mayor of New York, and everyone came down on these five guys. Did they do it? Well, they're all out now. They've all been exonerated to some extent. That doesn't mean they weren't guilty. We don't know. But I see everybody descend on it, right? And I start going, hmm, are the facts there? And that's what happened here. An entire fan base armed with pitchforks and rumors descended upon a man's reputation, his character, and destroyed it because they didn't want him to be their football coach. You don't want to be your football coach? Fine. I think that's great. You talk about how terrible he was in Tampa. You talk about how he lost locker rooms. But you don't destroy his reputation and character on loose accusations and rumors. I just can't abide that, man.
1: And that's the scary part of, of what this is. I think anybody that even tries to, if we're talking about like some of these bigger issues, right? If we were talking about some of the Me Too stuff that I've seen on social media with women dealing with harassment in every single place and you're like my god like is this where we're at right now and then there'll be the one guy that will say well wait a minute for this specific incident and it's like how dare you how dare you try to quantify any of this stuff how dare you and you're like you know what even if there's some i don't even want to call them debatable positions because like i'm even afraid of how deep i go into this whole thing but if there's something that is toxic if there was somebody that was saying You know, a public figure, a state rep in Tennessee that said, I might not like Shiano, the football coach, but this is unfair. Nobody even wants to go to that side because then they're just going to be consumed by that mob on the way to their rally. Oh, I see you're into enabling
0: child rapists. I see you're on that side of
1: the fence. Yeah, right. You go, what? Like, what are you talking about? Like, some of the pushback that I got yesterday from social media, and a lot of you Vols fans, I get it. You know, but but a lot of you are are just kind of crazy with this whole thing. Like we don't wake up and go, "Hey, let's put a, let's put Knoxville in, in the crosshairs here." Like Van Pelt and I were on the phone last night, and I was joking. I go, "Every fan base that takes this so personal and thinks that everybody's beating up on you, you think we're doing it because there's some kind of schedule?" And my point would be, most of the most like the great fan bases of all these top twenty five schools or top thirty schools, almost every one of you take turns being the most insufferable at some point. Like, you just do. That's fair. Like, at some point, you're going to be the one that the media members go, like, come on, guys. Like, you don't understand it. And it's not specific to you or any of that stuff. But even I would – I think this is the point that you're making is that I don't even think reasonable questions are even allowed to be asked about any of these things anymore because you're just afraid that if you go, hey, you know, wh- what about this thought on this topic right now? It's like, how dare – you? like, you don't get it. And then you go, well, I'm just going to be silent now. I'm, I'm not going to oppose anything of, of, of the direction of the mobs going here, even if I think what I'm saying is reasonable and I'm not really even taking a side. Hey, I just want to ask a simple question about your position on this right now or what happened with this story. Hey, like, can we talk about this? I'm like, no, we can't talk. I just sent out tweets. I'm upset. You need to listen. We don't need to talk. You need to listen. Yeah.
0: What is your primary filter? Do I have to wait to learn?
1: Yeah, you'll, you'll figure it out.
0: Like in a couple of days or is this going to be a couple of years type thing?
1: Do we have Adnan Thursday? <laughs> so I guess we got to Wednesday. Balls fans, give us your thoughts. 100 flowerscom Twitter feed at Racillo Show. Alex Smith, Saruti has requested time to be heard. I don't know that we've. got a rant. Yeah, we've never done this before. So one big thing with Saruti that's next on ESPN Radio.
3: in the game, ain't to World I'm a
0: now that Human Resources Director Fernando Pino has Chronos for HR payroll, talent and time, he's completely crushing it. He even has his own hype song. Supporting our entire workforce. Everyone has different hours, skill sets and pay grades. Motivating and engaging our people every step of the way. Kronos. HR solutions for the modern workforce and
4: the people who support them. Learn more at Kronos.com/slash HR Swagger.
1: Will Kane on the Rosillo Show. The ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, comparing rates to help you save. Now that's Progressive. Call or click today and find out how much Progressive could save you. Let's just get to it. This is I don't think it ever happened where Sarudi before the show and then on the air goes, "Can I just have a little space?" So go ahead.
5: So I've obviously gotten a lot of tweets over the last few weeks about how poor Alex Smith has played. Fair,
1: right? Just like I, I got him the first month. Yeah,
5: it's fair right. and. We talked about our biases last week. My bias would probably be that I, I root for Alex Smith to be good because that's kind of my stance. I'm Alex Smith guy. Although I will say that I have I, I don't think he's an all-pro. I don't even think he's a consistent pro bowler. I just think he's an okay quarterback. And somehow along these years, he's been dumped on, and he's the butt of every joke about mediocrity when he's often a quarterback that I think most teams would just want. He's okay. He's not great. He's okay. That's been half, my point the entire the time. So two weeks ago, we had this whole Tyrod Taylor thing where he gets benched, Right. Everyone's saying, "Oh, Tyrod's having the best year of his career. How could you possibly do this during a playoff race? This guy has no experience." Nate Peterman. So I just want to, I just want to know these people that were so mad that Tyrod got benched because he's having such an, a great season, are they going to be equally as mad when Alex Smith gets benched because Alex Smith is having a way better statistical season than Tyrod Taylor's having or has ever had? For instance, Alex Smith a, has a better <laughs> has a better QBR. Alex is, I know he's had a bad few weeks, sure, so these might be a little bit skewed, but Alex is 7th in yards per attempt. Tyrod is 26th. Alex, 19 touchdowns, 4 picks. Tyrod's only thrown 12 touchdowns all season long. Alex Smith is 11th in yards per game. Tyrod is 29th in yards passing per game. And Alex is 2nd in the league in completion percentage. I know these aren't all perfect stats, but all these people here... And I'm talking. there, there are a lot You're of people talking ESPN, about ESPN people. who were super mad about Tyrod being benched. And maybe it was a really stupid decision. It probably was. I want to know, are you going to be just as mad when the Chiefs do the exact same thing if they do and bench, Ty, and bench Alex Smith for Pat Mahomes? I, I just want to know. Because the answer is no. Whoa, then he answered it too, yeah, Will. You can hear the emotion. None of these noise. people are going to be that mad. And they should be. Because it's the exact same scenario. You going to put some names on it? We know who they are. And that's okay, and I like some of these people. But it's okay, <laughs> but I just want to call a spade a spade here.
1: Uh, okay, all right. So, the Show, it's ESPN Radio. Thank you, Saruti. You want to take this one? You want me to go for? Because the answer is no.
0: Yeah, no. The answer is no. Saruti, no. you are right. You have pointed out I can't, what is certain to be hip- hypocrisy. It will be certain hypocrisy over the coming weeks, without a doubt.
1: We're back on TV. What's up, ESPN News?
0: But – I can exempt myself from this, Rudy, because I understood the benching of Tyrod Taylor for Nathan Peterman, and I understand the benching or potential benching of Alex Smith for Pat Mahomes. And I have my argument for why that should happen and why it should happen now. Um, but luckily, I was consistent through the two.
1: <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing is I wasn't outraged about the Tyrod thing. I go, all right, you know, we'll figure this thing out, and then it blows up and— McDermott's face, Peterman looks like he doesn't even belong in the league, and that wasn't entirely fair to even say that, but that's just the way it played out. They bring back Tyrod, the whole thing's good. But the answer's no. Alex Smith has been beaten up far more than Tyrod Taylor has. And yeah, I think that... And who are we kidding? So we'll just do it. We're all big boys here, but when it... with I think post-Kaepernick, there's a lot of how is the black quarterback being treated and Tyrod Taylor himself brought it up in mid-October saying I have to be twice as good. I'm paraphrasing here a bit, but it's tougher for a quarterback, a black quarterback to struggle. Like you don't get the second chances that white quarterbacks are going to get. So when Tyrod, it's perceived that Tyrod is being messed with, it's being, he's being messed with solely because he's black, not because I think there's a lot of numbers that tell you Tyrod's not that good. Um, so you don't have that label with Alex. Alex just the quarterback that had will have been benched twice by what we think are really good coaches in Harbaugh and Andy Reid. Oh, wait a minute, excuse me before we realize Harbaugh stunk. Um that was sarcasm. So I would go, look at you know, Reed and Harbaugh bench this guy. So I'll I'll defer to those guys. I mean, that's kinda always been my my Smith thing. But there won't be a way to label like Smith won't fall into a category other than somebody who's been in the league ten plus years that we're still shrugging our shoulders about where Tyrod, you know, becomes the the oppressed black quarterback which which some people believe is is factual and that is indeed the argument i don't necessarily see it that way even when i say that people would say oh you're just a white guy that doesn't get it but like the mike mccarthy thing with the packers he freaked out about that kaepernick question he freaked out too much did anyone ever bring up the fact that hundley was going to be the starter who was also black you know like oh mark McC-, like mccarthy he doesn't get it no it's not that he's down with kaepernick is the problem He's down with whoever's playing the position as long as it's not Kaepernick, and then that turns into the soul of the thing.
0: I think the most legitimate response to you, Rudy Bohm, anybody who is inconsistent on these two scenarios, right? Tyrod Taylor, Nathan Peterman, Alex Smith, Pat Mahomes. I think the best response they could give you to avoid their own hypocrisy would be that Mahomes is a much bigger home run scenario, a higher likelihood prospect, a higher investment prospect than Peterman is. So turning to Peterman, I mean turning to Mahomes is a much more logical course of action than going to what was Peterman? Fifth
1: round? Sixth, maybe? Fifth round guy? I think is it, fifth, yeah. Is it fifth?
0: Yeah. I don't me- think that absolves them of their hypocrisy, Sruti, but I think that's the the best chance at a substantive response.
5: And if you're looking to move on from Who's either right. of these guys, I'm not going to be mad at you because I get it. Like you always think you can do better. If Tyrod was my quarterback, I wouldn't be that mad either. I think he's okay, but I'd probably be looking for something else. And clearly they were, but they are almost the. They're, it's almost the, exactly the same scenario. They're both similar records. They're both fighting for playoff spots. They both have a guy. And here's the thing, Mahomes. I know we got taken in the first round, but there was a lot of people saying that he had a ton of learning to do.
0: Yeah, we just had Tim Hasselbeck here saying that he's one of the rawest prospects he's seen ever come out.
1: Yeah, there there are other teams that would go no way. No chance you would take Mahomes in the first round, but yeah, that's better than Nathan Peterman in the fifth round. But I, I look, I don't know. I, I, think whenever you can label stuff, it actually, at times, becomes far worse, and and that's the difference here with these two guys. But Andy Reid said he's not benching him, and honestly, I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, you wouldn't be shocked. What? No, if he, if if Mahomes doesn't start a game this year, if they're still in this playoff race so it's the end of the season, I don't think Reid's going to bench the guy. And this is the non. Alex Smith dude on the show saying that he shouldn't be benched because I've also watched Mahomes in college. I'm, and- I'm, I like Alex Smith, so I'm opposite of you. you.
0: You're not an Alex Smith guy. I'm closer to you, Sir Rudy. I like Alex Smith, but I do think it's time to move on. I think the future, they've made their commitment to the future. They're still in first place in the division. They've lost five of six. He's oh, but- been awful for three straight games. Not bad. He's been really bad for three straight games. He threw a pick on a comeback drive against I, the Bills. He attempted believe- one pass over 20 yards against I'm the Bills. I'm
1: actually arguing for Alex Smith now then. Look at the remaining games. At the Jets winnable, Raiders winnable, Chargers at home, Dolphins at Broncos. They could win all of those games having a pedestrian. The other problem with Alex Smith is that well, it
0: was finished I thought? Having a pedestrian what? Quarterback play?
1: Yeah. yeah. But why why would you assume that Mahomes comes in because he throws the ball harder and deeper that he's going to understand the position and they're going to win games now? That's insane. My football argument is this, if you really want the football argument. I do. The Chiefs losing streak began
0: when the Steelers changed the way everybody played defense against Alex Smith and the Chiefs. They started playing zone. They didn't play man against these athletes like Tyree Kill and Kareem Hunt. They went to zone, they clogged everything up Why in the can't middle on. The football? Middle I don't that's another question, but they can't <laughs> the entire middle of the field is clogged up. The entire middle of the field. And they're waiting to let these guys come to them. They're not over pursuing. The way you beat a zone, and we talked about this earlier with Jeff Saturday, is you gotta throw the ball downfield twenty plus yards, beat the top off of his own. And Smith either can't or won't do it. One thing I'll guarantee you about Mahomes is he will do that. He may throw picks too, but he will do that.
1: We we get way too excited about guys that have big powerful arms and we just assume they're gonna figure they're still in first place. All five of their opponents the rest of the way are beatable. The defense has been in the last two weeks, but that's the sneaky other secret of this team too. Defensively their rankings aren't very good because of the injuries and stuff that happened at the beginning of the year. Um, But all right, we'll get some more thoughts on that. Jeff Saturday, uh, he was a huge chain guy back in the day. Offensive line, pads, Vaseline, whole deal, 18 carats. The Show on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, comparing rates to help you save. Now that's Progressive Caller. Click today and find out how much Progressive could save you. It's ESPN Radio.
4: And now another edition of Obvious News from Geico. Obvious News! Experts now say that wearing more clothes in the winter will, in fact, help you be warmer. We asked cold victim Trent Patterson about this, and here's what he said. Yeah, it was the weirdest thing. I I was a little cold, put on a sweater, then wasn't cold. I was like, what? Also in Obvious News, Geico makes it easy to save money and easy to reach them, with licensed agents available around the clock. So switching is a really smart decision. That's Obvious News from Geico. Obvious
1: News! Will Kane today on the Rosillo Show. Reminding you if you miss any of it, including Booger McFarlane and Bruce Feldman on all the college football coaching moves, you can subscribe to our Best of Podcast available in the Listen tab of the ESPN app. Let me ask you a quick question. We've done a lot of
0: the college coaching carousel today. Um, I asked you earlier, who's the first-round draft pick? If you are one of these schools now, and I think we're up to almost half a dozen who are looking for a new coach, if you have the first-round draft pick in your fantasy snake coaching draft, where do you go now i think I think the answer is Scott frost I think he is the first selection, but here's my question to you. If you're Scott Frost, where do you want to go now? let me give you your options
1: okay, I'm gonna write these down Nebraska,
0: or oh, I'm sorry, let me back up
1: Tennessee Tennessee is an option, okay, so I just have to write this stuff down right, and then I'll put it in order okay, okay. nebraska yep a and m yep. Florida
0: State, maybe? That's okay. a maybe. Let's stick a maybe in that pen. Arizona State? Do we need to keep going? Is Arkansas and Mississippi State in the equation?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can we can do that. All right, you're we'll Scott just, Frost. We'll You've just... got the pick of the litter. Where are you going? Okay. Um, I mean, Frost has such a great background because he's got the Stanford thing, and then he's also got the Chip Kelly thing at Oregon, but he loves Nebraska. Uh, I would go I would go Florida State first, if I go anywhere. Okay. So you disagree with Jimbo? Jimbo appears to just want to move on from the state of Florida. I don't think it's personal between he and Tallahassee. I just think that if there's somebody out there that wants to pay a ton of money with a massively guaranteed contract with a buyout where you have to get a check immediately, which AM has already done with Sumlin, then, you know, that might be one of those things where you just go, Okay, we're gonna move on here. And then the crazy thing will be, who will Florida State grab if Frost is already in Nebraska? Because then they're going to grab a heavy hitter, and that's going to start a whole another cycle of other guys. Well, but there's no more heavy hitters to grab. No, you'll just you'll go find one. Just, it's Florida State.
0: I think that'll be an interesting little test on who you are, who are you.
1: Okay, so I would go Florida State one A&M 2. I put wow. Arizona State Three. Okay, now you're just trolling them. I put Tennessee four. You're just being mean to Big Red. You're doing it on purpose. Uh, I don't think I am. I, I think I'd still. There's no way you take Arizona State over Nebraska every single day. <laughs> Recruiting Tempe, Lincoln proximity to Southern California, population of the state. I don't. Don't make me go airport on you. Again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Don't make me go clearances on you. <laughs>
1: Where would you put Nebraska?
0: <laughs> um, I I love, and one of the reasons I want Tony Romo to be head coach of the Dallas Cowboys is because it makes for the perfect ending to this story, right? Couldn't get the Super Bowl as the quarterback, but he will get it as the coach. Scott Frost belongs at Nebraska. It just belongs there. That's what's supposed okay, that's to happen. Okay, that's
1: fine, but. He belongs at Nebraska. Today. If it weren't Scott Frost. Oh, yeah, the A&M. <laughs> Would you, okay, if you're not Scott Frost and you're just somebody else. Okay. How am um, Mike Leach? Yeah, fine. Although Leach is a. Leach at Texas A&M a, seems like a no go. He's a different kind of peg. <laughs> I know? love him so much. The Did you round... see him fighting that banana this weekend? Yeah, he won. <laughs> he won. He beat the banana, but barely. There's no way you think Nebraska is a better job than AM or Florida State, right? Can I get you to say that? <laughs> I
0: don't like the Aggies. But they are in Texas.
1: You can tell me the Aggies are delusional. Uh, the money, the facilities, proximity, that state. I know. I Come know. on, man. You don't think Nebraska If I'm looking for that.
0: opportunities to succeed, yes. Texas A&M is probably top of my list.
1: Over Florida State.
0: It's close, honestly. I think, some, I think Texas A&M has a right to be upset with someone. They, you
1: should be succeeding at a m. You should be. For Will Cain, I'm Ryan Rosillo.